It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're fixing to have us a good day. This is the Locked On Auburn Podcast. I feel like every time we record in the studio, the audio is in a different place. Sorry about that. Zach Blackerby, Michael Papp is here with you. What's up, buddy? Nothing much. Ready for another list episode? It's yeah, been, it's a, been a few weeks. Look, if this is a bad list, it's because I'm rattled. Zach just rattled me before the show. How, why? What did I do? You don't know who Topanga is. No, I still don't. You told me I still don't know who Topanga is. She's the, one of the leads from Boy Meets World. Never, never watched it. I just, I, you are shook. I'm so. Yeah, sorry. I like didn't I'm, mean to do that. I'm upset. I didn't mean to do that. Hey, quick programming note. I, I, I just got done recording with Locked On Patriots, uh, talking about all things Auburn as far as Stidham, as far as Hastings, as far as Nick Coe, Jonathan Jones, Brandon King. So if you want to do that, it should be up before, uh, before this goes up. So if you're into that, that's a thing. Hey, today's show brought to you by our friends at Fetch Me Home Delivery. Got an email about 20 minutes before the show went up. Uh, if you want the bean delivered to you in the Auburn or Oakland area, no delivery charge. So... I think that's enticing. I like the bean. Little cup of Joe action. Yeah, they always they suck me in like every Friday with their no delivery charge for one restaurant. Yeah. Last Friday I spent like thirty dollars a burger fight because I was like, there's no delivery charge. Yeah. Um, and if you've never used Fetch Me and you're in the Auburn or Opelika Lee County area, you can use promo code FetchMe20 for your first delivery free. No contact delivery. Uh, I, I mm-hmm. love it. I love it. We use Fetch Me every weekend, and it is. Uh, I, I think it's great. I think it's great. Yeah. My driver, the last time I ordered, texted me and was like, hey, this is your Fetch Me driver. Do you want no-touch delivery? And I was like, yes, please. Oh, I thought it was just the default. I've never no. been texted. Yeah. By hmm, okay, then. Um, all right, so today's list, top 10 X factors entering the 2020 football season. Once again, we try to leave these purposely open-ended. There is no judge today. So we need you to judge us. Tweet at us. Call in. Let us know whose list you like better. All right, we'll start at number 10. Do you have any honorable mentions? Because I do not. I also do not. This was kind of tough. How about this that? This was tougher than I thought it was um, going to be. Same. All right. You want to go first at 10? Sure. Okay. Who you got? Uh, I, my number 10 X factor is the uh, like the start of the season and, and the look of the season or whatever. Oh, you didn't do players? You did, like, situations and things? A um, little of both. Okay. I just did players. All right. I have players. I also have, like, position groups and some other things. Okay. Um, X-Factors for me, I, I try to pick something that's going to be a little under the radar. Um, it Is this going to be bad? I don't know. Okay. It, it always makes me... Um, frustrated when they go into to football broadcasts and they're like, oh, uh, Tony, who are your, uh, what are your X factors for for the Patriots today? And they're like, well, Tom Brady needs to play well. It's like, yeah, no duh, the quarterback's got to play well if they Uh-oh. want their team to win. You're going to hate my list then. <laughs> okay, great. And it's like, yeah, the, the best player's got to play well. That's not really an X factor to me. An X factor is something that you might like, it doesn't come to mind immediately as like, this is going to be important. But then it is. But so I have the season start and the way the season looks, you know, with the the virus and stuff that we're going through. Sure. I have it at 10 because it affects everyone. And like we've talked about, 
I, we actually both agree it kind of affects Auburn less than than a lot of their SEC counterparts, and right. so um, I don't have that as a massive, massive uh, effect so on the team. Yeah, yeah, I have it at tenth. Okay, I think that's a good one. I did all players, like I said. My number ten is Connus Miller. Uh, you need help bolstering up that defensive front. You lost a lot of it to the NFL draft and undrafted free agency and graduation. So I think Connus Miller, as well as you know Daquan Newkirk. Um, I've got another guy that I'm not going to say quite yet higher up on my list, but I think Connus Miller is going to be good because I think he has that explosiveness. I think he has the ability to rush from an inside, a pass rush from an inside position there. And I think Connus Miller is in a good situation. To help Auburn get better in 2020. And I think, you know, you, I mean, you talk about Auburn being in a better situation, kind of, you know, looking at the rest of the SEC as far as the season getting pushed back. As a whole, I agree. But guys like Connus Miller, you, you kind of want them mm-hmm. in spring. You kind of want them working over the summer and, and then going into the fall camp. But um, yeah, so he is my number 10. I think if he performs really well, Auburn's going to take a big step forward. Yeah, I've got a guy like that. I mean, a couple guys like that on mine also. Okay, cool. Uh, number nine, I have Chad Morris on here. Really? I do. He is much higher on my list. I don't, I don't think it's going to be that big of a difference. That's, that's kind of was my reasoning there. I don't think, I don't think the average fan is going to be able to look at a Gus Malzahn offense and then look at the 2020 offense and see that much of a difference, especially, especially with this weird off season that we're in. You know what I mean? So that is kind of. That is kind of why I have him at nine. I definitely think he should be on the list, but that is my argument to why he is nine and not higher. I get why he is higher because, you know, you bring in a new offensive coordinator who's supposedly calling the plays, but you've seen a lot of reports he's going to be calling the plays for Gus Malzahn's offense. So, like, what does that look like? Um, You may see Mm -hmm. more of a rotation, assuming he has control over personnel. You may see more of targeting the tight end. We talked about that with CJ yesterday on the podcast. Um, But, yeah, that's why I have Chad Morris at nine and not higher. Okay. My number nine. Do you disagree? Um, no, I just, uh, like I said, I've got him higher. So I'll. I'll okay. When, when you get to th- it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the reason that I have him, I guess, higher than you do, I agree with everything you said, but no, I'm not the average fan. And so. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. No, I'm kidding. The The real reason is because I actually, like, I think he's going to have a bigger impact on the offense than we think. I mean, I, I hope he does. I have a lot of respect for uh, for Chad Morris. Yeah. Speaking of your uh, your fanhood, mm. guess who DM'd us back about coming on the show soon? Who? Sal Canella. Really? I can't wait to hear you talk to him. Uh, the whole time I'm just going to ask about his clothing line. Uh, that, that, need, that's how I reeled him in. So, yeah, we're definitely going to promote, need promote some that. Mella. But I need some in my life. Yep. Tell him that we'll give him free ads forever if he sends us some clothing. Well, I'm going to let you tell him. Okay. I'm working on that for you. I just want to let you know. Number nine. <laughs> now you're real shook. <laughs> my number nine is Shedrick Jackson. Um, we've talked about him. Who's going to replace South? I didn't even know that. That's perfect. <laughs> we've talked about him a, a lot what's that laugh that you're I doing you're giddy right now you so are so giddy i purposely did not tell you that until we started recording for I'm that rattled. reason i'm rattled <laughs> <laughs> shedrick jackson is my number nine um we <laughs> this is just 
this, this, this is a disaster. Rails. Okay. This is a disaster. Happy Friday, everybody. My number nine is Shedrick Jackson because um, we both think he's going to be on the field a lot yeah. because he's obviously a good blocker, and we know how important that is to Malzahn in his offense. And so um, I think he could end up being a guy who has a pretty big impact on the game if if he can be out there. The problem is the reason he's so low on my list is I don't know how big of an X factor the guy you think is going to be at least your number three receiver is going to get to be. When I think of X factor, he's not on my top 10, but I did think about it. And the reason I did not put him on my top 10 for X factors entering 2020 was because I think with him, you know what he's going to be. And you kind of alluded to that and you said that's why he's lower. But I think when, when I think X factor, it's like, okay, if this person performs well, they're probably going to win the game. And so I don't know how many targets he's really going to get, um, which is a little hypocritical because I said he's a candidate to be second on the team in receiving yards next year. So maybe I'm off on that. Um, but yeah, so I don't have him in my top 10, but I definitely think he's worthy of a top 10 spot. So I like that. I like that number. Yeah, but I think it's more like, like if I told you that Shedrick Jackson had eight catches for 120 yards and a touchdown. Auburn probably wins. I feel like, you, yeah. Yeah, that's but true. But if I told you Seth Williams had eight catches for 120 yards and a touchdown. I would need to know what else, what other people did. How yeah. many, how, you know, what did Tank do? What did DJ do out of the backfield? So, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a really good argument. That's fair. Thank you. Sure thing, man. All right, Michael will lead us off with our number eight next, right here on Locked On Auburn. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. All right, number eight, bud. I think you've cooled down a little bit. I don't think yeah. you're quite as rattled, so that's good. All right, uh, who is your number eight? Uh, so you said Connus Miller earlier. Yeah. Uh, I have here at number eight, I've got the defensive line. Um, I think that this— You put a whole defensive—you put a whole, like, Yeah, unit? I put the whole unit. Because I don't think that— Is one just the offense? Ha, 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 ha. I should have put the kicker. God. Okay. Oh, the punter. That would have been so much better. Who they pick for? Oh, right. Gosh. Okay. Shout yes. out to our boy. Uh, was it McGuire? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> McGuire. Um, I have the D line here because I think that, you know, just due to what we know right now, they're kind of the unknown of the defense and the, uh, the question mark of the defense. And if I like kind of what we were saying with the last one, yeah. if I told you the defensive line by themselves had three sacks and four tackles for loss, you'd probably be like, Oh, that man, that's a great day. It's mm-hmm. a there's a good day. The Auburn's defense probably played really well. Good day at the office folks. Yeah. And yeah. so I, uh, I, I feel like that's why I'm going to put them. I just, the reason I did put the whole unit and not just one guy is because you're, you know, you're replacing more than one guy that played really well last season, and I, I, I don't, I don't think it's going to be just one guy who has to step up in order for it to be, the, for the unit to be an X factor. If that makes sense. Okay, it does make sense. Mine is um, this is the only one that's more than one person on my list. 
Uh, my number eight is the Juco offensive tackles with Zaire and Coffee. You know, how quick can they get their feet up under them? How quick can they get healthy? How quick can they get the playbook in their brains and and, and kind of adapt to what Coach Morris, <clears throat> excuse me, and what Coach Malzahn want for this offense? And uh, can they step up quick enough? I think that's going to be, you know, the, really the bottom line. Or is Auburn going to go with guys that have already been in the program since they have this weird offseason like we've been talking about? Um, to me, I think that is that is an X factor because if Auburn has really two really good offensive tackles, mm-hmm. the sky is the limit for Bo Nix. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really glad that that is your number eight. I know it's your turn, but can I give my number seven? Yeah, go ahead. My number seven is the offensive line coach, uh, Bicknell Jr., mm-hmm. um, for all the reasons that you just said. Cool. It, it, who he's going to pick. Who it, the reason he is the number seven most important, biggest X factor for me is because he does. If he does an incredible job picking those five linemen and an incredible job getting them coached up, this Auburn team, like you said, the sky is the limit for Bo Nix and and for these running backs. And don't you almost wish like he wouldn't watch film of any of the guys that are currently on the team? Like just go in with a blank slate and just pick his guys. Yeah, but I kind of feel. I mean. I mean, he's going into film with the blank slate, and right now right. He, he, that's all he's got right now. It, I but guess then again, be, like most of these guys other than Troxel and Brahms, like haven't they haven't really played, Correct. so there's really no tape anyway. Mm-hmm. So that's true. Yeah, And even Trox, yeah, I mean, even the guys who have played haven't really played. Yeah. I mean, so. Other than Brahms, yeah. Yeah. Well, Troxel would play, and then, you know, I don't know, he was in the rotation at some point, but you're right. And, and so. I just think that it's a huge X factor. If he has, if he does a terrible job picking his five linemen and getting them ready, then uh, this guy is not the limit for Auburn. Wow, he does a great job. Yeah, can you say Super Bowl? I can, I can say it. Um, my number seven is Owen Papo. Once mm. again, not not a, didn't make the top five, but I, I just want to see how much they throw and how much they put on his plate. As far as, you know, can they keep the same personnel when they're in like a, you know, their base 4-3 type situation and when they go nickel, but they just like allow him to do kind of the nickel responsibilities or do they allow him to be in the middle of the field and move, you know, other guys to the outside? Can they keep Tut on the field and move him to the outside? Can they play at the same time? What does the dime situation look like? Um, so that is why Owen Papo to me is there. I, I think Owen Papo is going to be an absolute stud next year and I think he's going to be the X factor you know you talk about the X factor with with TV broadcasts where they're like yeah the X mm-hmm. factor is this really obvious player I bet Owen Papo's on there a ton it's like how is Auburn going to use them this week they use them this week you know the one time they rush the passer with them another time they use them more in coverage another time I think um I think you're going to see that a lot if that bothers you one you're going to hate the rest of my list too you're going to hear a lot about uh, Owen Papo being an X factor in 2020 yeah Owen Papo I, I actually don't hate um I'm glad you don't hate it I, I, because it's so like non-traditional. Maybe is that is that why you don't hate it? No, I just when you think of this Auburn defense, I just don't think you. I, he's not the first guy that comes to mind. Do you think that'll change by the end of the year? I think it's very possible. Yeah, but like right, like I I know you're probably going to have him later on your list, but when you say KJ Britt, I, I'm probably going to roll my eyes. He's not on my list. Okay, so. You know, KJ Britt's the middle linebacker. Like, yeah, your middle linebacker. Who is it? K- Downhill. Excuse me. Let's, Downhill. Let's show Britt. a little respect, yeah. all right? Like, yeah, if you want your middle linebacker to play well for you to win. And so 
like that one, it seems really obvious to me. Owen Papo was a true freshman next year. If he takes a massive step forward and is, you know, a, a, a total stud on defense this year, yeah, he could be a major X factor. I do like that pick, Zach. Is he on your list? Uh, sort of. We'll get there. Did you put linebackers on there? I did. The linebackers. They're oh, going to, oh uh, I'll gosh. explain it when we get okay. there. Our sixth ranked X factors. Coming up next, right here on Locked on Auburn. We're taking a look back at the best year in Auburn football history. This is for all the Tostitos. Listen to our upcoming series, remembering and telling the story of the 2010 Auburn Tigers. All this team does is win. Relive Cam Newton's Heisman run. That was extraordinary. That kind of run makes you want to strike a post. That was a Heisman run if I've ever seen one. Auburn's opportunistic defense. It's a safety! Intercepted! He'll run it in! Ball comes loose. Touchdown, Auburn! There's Bynes again! Intercepted! Intercepted in the end zone! And that's your ball game! All the way from Jordan-Hare Stadium. Glendale, Arizona. Here come the Tigers. Hear the story told by Jason Caldwell, voice of the Auburn Tigers, Andy Burcham, Mike Svenitz, and more. The series will drop mid to late May on Locked On Auburn. It's going to be on, it's going to be on, it's going to be on, and it's going to be insane. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. My six is Nehemiah Pritchett slash Marco Damio. When we did, we were kind of doing you know the top guys to look at in the spring, back when we thought spring practice was a thing, which seems like three years ago at this point. Um, but I said Nehemiah Pritchett, and you said Damio, and I said, well, my thought process is Pritchett's been quietly the backup behind Noig Benogany, and he is going to have a chance to show out in spring, and Damio won't be there yet. Mm-hmm. And now they're on the same, they're in the same boat. And so I think it's going to be interesting to see who's going to be opposite of Roger McCreary as far as corner goes. Um, I still think it's going to be Nehemiah Pritchett, but I think, um, I mean, it's still a really good chance that Damio wins that job. So I'm going to say, you know, whoever gets that job as the number two corner on this Auburn defense, I think they could possibly be an X factor because if they can play really well, kind of like what Noah did his first year starting opposite of, I guess that would have been Jamel Mm -hmm. and like what, you know, Roger McCreary had done at times. I think, um, I think it's going to really help. Auburn's front seven, if they can kind of, you know, get a little help behind them. So that is why I, I just got whoever's the number two corner is. I've got the two. I really, safeties. I really lent through that explanation, by the way. This has not been good. I've enjoyed it. I've okay. had fun. Sweet. I mean, uh, I've got the two safeties, Smoke Monday, and um, we think the other one's going to be Jamie and Sherwood. It will, I think, it, right? it, it yeah. will be Sherwood. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think these guys both have the opportunity to come out and be absolute studs. And if they are, they could either or both be huge X factors for this Auburn defense. And, you know, unfortunately, there's another side to that coin. And, and it, it bites both ways, but they're both, they both have experience playing and they both 
I mean, they're two of the more experienced guys coming into this defense, definitely in the secondary. Yeah. And and for the quarterbacks to your secondary, that's what you want. And they've got some pretty big shoes to fill. Two mm-hmm. two thumpers. Okay. Fantastic. All right, so that is, uh, that's it for today's show. We'll have our top five X-Factors going into 2020 on Tuesday. It's on Tuesday. We hope you join us for that. It's coming up on Tuesday. That is true. That is true. And uh, you heard uh, you heard the promo earlier for what we have coming up in mid-May, remembering and telling the story of the 2010 Auburn Tigers. It's awesome. We just got done mixing the, uh, the Iron Bowl episode and the SEC Championship episode. And it's going to be, I think you guys are really, really going to love it. I it's can't, a lot I, of fun. I can't wait for it to launch. It's a lot of fun. It's, 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 we've had a lot of fun making it, and, and I know I've had a lot of fun kind of doing different things with productions throughout the episodes. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't know if you share the same opinion, Zach. I think it just gets better every episode. I, I yeah, I've told you that. I've told you that when I when I've sent you emails back, kind of reviewing it. I think each one gets a little bit better, and so I, and I think the first one when we heard it was really really good. So, and um, selfishly, I think it's because I've gotten better at like mixing them episode to episode. I think so. I, th- I mean, like anything, the more you do something, the better it's going to be. And I mean, the the season gets more exciting when you That's when true. you tell that story of the 2010 season. I mean. They, you know, early on, it's, you know, kind of the mystery of what this team could be. And then it turns into, okay, they're barely winning all of these games that maybe they shouldn't have won. And then Cam starts to come into his own. And mm-hmm. then you get to beat your rivals in fun ways. And then you get to blow out South Carolina in the SEC. And then, you know, we're about to mix whoa, or work whoa. on the. No spoilers. No man. spoilers. Yeah. Does Auburn win the Natty in 2010? I don't know. Does Ham, Does Cam win the Heisman? I don't know. But where can people uh, Where can people find you, buddy? Uh, follow me on Twitter at CouchPapTato. Follow me on Twitter at Z Blackerby. Follow the show on Twitter uh, or uh, follow the show on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. We will see you next week right here on Locked On Auburn. It's the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.